one half down, one half to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, here we go. 30 to play in Honolulu, Hawaii and Aloha Stadium. Rain was really coming down heavy yeah. uh, during halftime. It's lightened a little bit right now, but it's going to be a cool, wet evening the rest of the way, I'd uh, hazard to say. BYU a 13-7 lead as we begin the second half. And Hawaii will start the half with the football as BYU boots away from right to left, south to north. Andrew Mickelson will be the kickoff man for BYU. And back to return for UH, Keelan Evaliko and Manu Hudson Rasmussen. Andrew Mickelson approaches, the jog up, the right foot to ball. High arcing boot to the four-yard line. Evaliko is the return man. Immediately sprints to the far side of the field, turns the corner between the hashes, and the foot slipped out beneath them. And again, it's wet, and I think that's uh, that's what we saw as a result of a halftime full of rain was uh, Evaliko trying to make a turn, and it wasn't there for him as his feet slipped out from under him. And he slips and falls at the 20-yard line, 19-yard line, the spot. So long field facing the Rainbow Warriors. UH offense out on the field for the first time here in half number two. BYU 13 and Hawaii 7. So the Cougars, based on their performance in the first half, you might think should have more than a six-point lead, but a six-point lead it is. A lead that BYU nurses into quarter number three. Diosami St. Just with 10 rushing yards in the first half. A guy averaging... 5.4 yards per carry and almost 1,500 on the season. St. Just is tracked down by Corbin Kalfusi. Kalfusi teams up with a teammate at the 20-yard line to make that stop, and that was Adam Pulsifer joining Kalfusi on the tackle of St. Just. So it's been a quiet night for Diosimi St. Just, and uh, Squally Canada was having a great night, but he's done, Mark. We find out yeah. at halftime he's out for the evening. Well, that's tough, yeah. We... We saw him go out with his helmet off, and uh, he hasn't been able to return, and he went in the locker early. so And will not be back. Yeah. And so much as K.J. Hall had a breakout first half and then missed the rest of the San Jose State game, so it is that against Hawaii, Squally's big night ends early. A sprint right for Drew Brown. Looks downfield and throws and complete to a receiver on his knees for a first down. Ammon Barker, the Salt Lake City product, the Alta High School graduate, makes the catch. And so on second and eight, a gain of 10 for UH. Butch Powell played that perfectly. He got out there in the curl zone. That's where Ammon Barker was. And he just stayed in the line to throw. But when the quarterback kept running, kept running, then uh, Butch thought, I've got to go get the quarterback. He leaves the receiver, goes to make the play on the quarterback, and it's an easy throw for the completion for Bar- the first down. Barker's a good target. It's 6'4", 215. Power pistol strength left. It's St. Justin Kaivi Chung in the backfield. Play fake, Brown looking downfield, pressured from his left, steps out of it, and then flips it to St. Just. St. Just comes near side and ends up on a first and ten, gaining about six yards to the near boundary, going out of bounds in the UH team area, tackled by Taki Taki, Gomoliku, and Pulsifer. Uh, there's a player down. I, I don't see who it is. I think it's a, it must be a lineman. Taking his jersey off. He's wearing two jerseys. He yanked one jersey off to expose another. So evidently he's one that can play multiple positions and they don't want to make sure they make make sure he's not mixing up with a double number situation. They just yanked off his jersey and there was his second, second jersey number. underneath. Yeah. And there's a UH player down at the uh, 26-yard line. Yeah, that was what Mark was seeing originally was that player down. That is the offensive lineman. 
not among the starters listed or even on the board, actually, as he's not been playing a lot. So UH player down, and the second player having his jersey taken off to expose the second, I think is going from D-line to O-line as... Hawaii player number 95 is now is wearing down. number 67. And it is. So they've taken a Hawaii lineman and changed him from one side of the ball to the other. That's why he had that second jersey on. And Matt Norman is also a double number dual lineman player as well. Matt Norman's not even on my board. Has not been playing. And I think it's because he's been platooning on the D-line. And so a couple of linemen involved in both O and D lines are involved in this switch with 13.30 to play in quarter number three and BYU leading at 13-7. So hobbling off and putting no pressure on his right leg is Norman. And there was a timeout on the field, but we missed it, so we'll have to stay here with it. 13.30 to go in the third quarter. BYU leading at 13-7. BYU football is brought to you in part by America First Credit Union. Tonight's game brought to you by America First, Utah's number one credit union. Join America First to be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details. And go Cougars. We tell you about Squally Canada's night ending early. It ended on 113 rushing yards. Two touchdowns on 17 carries. Now it's Austin Kofensis the rest of the way in this one. Yeah, you figure, figure that Kofensis and El Bakri will be, see the uh, bulk of the uh, backfield snaps the rest of the way, Nate. Yeah, the game plan for all of us coming in, you know, was pound it with Squally. Squally's been so effective late. Uh, I wondered, you know, would you see Riley Burt? But they've not depended on Riley or relied on him much this season. So I think you're right. I think it'll be mostly Kofensis and El Bakri the rest of the way. Nate Mickle in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The BYU Cougars will be heading right to the airport immediately after tonight's game and take a charter through the night. Back home, arriving back in Utah County early Sunday morning. And the season will be over at that point. And then it comes down to the off-season of assessment and changes if they are to come as they uh, try to make right what went wrong in 2017. BYU 3-9 on the year, UH 3-8. and eight. Final game for both teams. There will be no postseason for either squad. Of course, UH is more the same. This is their seventh straight non-winning season. But BYU has its first losing season, or first non-winning season since 2004. Yeah. For first non-winning since 2005. They went 6-6 six and six in Broncos first year. They've had a winning season and bowl season every season since 2004. So a 12-year bowl streak ending this year for BYU. Yeah, it's been tough. Lots of injuries and uh, trouble on the field and off the field. So it's uh, got to be a rebuilding year for next year, and they, they can't come out with a similar situation the next season. Second down four at the UH 38-yard line. Power pistol with the blocking back to the left. St. Just is the tailback. Second back joining him as the handoff goes to St. Just. St. Just pirouettes away from Pulsifer, but right into Takitaki and Pau'u, who make the tackle at the 40-yard line. Short gain, third down and two coming up for Hawaii. Looking at third and two. Now, they've been really good at throwing that quick out pattern uh, to either the second receiver or outside receiver. At third and two, I think they're going to try and run this down. Drew Brown with Ryan Tuiasoa to his right hip. More of a blocking fullback type is Tuiasoa. Snap Brown. Brown looks right, fires, and it is incomplete. Gomoloku fighting on the near sideline with wow. Evan Barker, and it's incomplete, no flags. So on fourth, third down and two, a miss, and fourth and two coming up from the Hawaii 40-yard line now. Well, that's an odd play that they ran. I, 
Uh, Not a very high percentage. No, it's play. just that fade pattern, and they're they're counting on uh, Barker being tall and uh, Gowalaku being shorter than him. So throw the ball up there and let him go up and get it. You got a 1,500-yard runner that you don't give the ball on third and two. Yeah. BYU will take it though. The Cougars get the football with Michael Shelton awaiting the Stan Gaudian punt. 12:44 to go in the third. Kind of a slower-moving quarter. We've seen stoppages and injuries, and now UH on its first possession of. Half number two, punting away. Gaudian, rugby steps to the right. Got it up in that wind, which knocked it down. It bounces to Shelton, who muffs off a hop and then falls on it at the 16-yard line. That's a tough way to field the punt, Mark. Yeah, pretty dangerous way. Uh, but he ended up, you know, he's pretty confident, sure he's going to get it. And so uh, he went for it and uh, didn't roll any further. Doesn't, doesn't cause anybody any pain. No harm, no foul. First and 10, BYU at the 16-yard line. The Cougars, 16. BYU 13, Hawaii 7, our score, 12.35 to go in the third quarter. We are taking a break. We're live at Aloha Stadium in Honolulu, Hawaii on this Saturday evening, Saturday night back in Utah. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans with convenient locations in Provo, Linden, and Spanish Fork, the Pizza Factory is the perfect place for your next pregame or postgame meal. The Pizza Factory, made by locals, loved by locals. 12.35 to play quarter, number three, BYU 13, Hawaii 7, our score. First and 10, BYU at the Cougars' own 16-yard line. Squally Canada done for the night, injured. And that has been the theme of the BYU backfield from the get-go this year. Finding a way to get to the end of this year. A fourth starting quarterback, another different running back, Austin Kofensis. He's been both a running back and a quarterback in his life. Is playing running back now for BYU, right hip of Critchlow. Critchlow gives to Kofensis. Kofensis between the tackles, stepping through the first tackle of Solomon Matautia and getting himself a gain of five out to the 26-yard, 21-yard line. From the 16 to the 21, second and five, BYU. Nice job by Tuni Knuch. Really does a good job at the line of scrimmage and then gets on downfield, makes a second block for that. That's been the situation that uh, many times these backs have been stepping out of the tackle at the line of scrimmage and getting on into the secondary. Neil Pau, quiet of in recent weeks, is split with Shumway left, single wide right. Critchlow gun pulls it away from Kofensis, takes off on the keeper to Critchlow, and needing five, ran for seven to the BYU team. Ariana step out there. Looked like a designed run as he yanked it, it away oh, from I think it was a broken play, play. Oh, you yeah. It was really? Okay. I think he felt like uh, I didn't have it clean in his belly, and so I'm just going to take it and run to the edge. But he probably also saw, I, oh, he did. You're right. He did. He had to yank it away from him. Kind of a zone read feel there, and he pulled it away and took it for a run of seven to the right. So pistol now, Critchlow and Kofensis. 11.40 to go in the third. BYU by six. BYU starting in this drive. Deep in its own territory still. They, they own 28-yard line. UH shows five at the line. They're going to bring five as they veer Kofensis left. Then back to his right. Kofensis some room to run. First down. Moore gets a block from Simon. Runs into Simon. And then tackled by three Rainbow Warriors at the 46-yard line. Simon's holding his block, holding his block. And, and Kofensis says, well, I'm just going to run out of room here. So I'm thinking he must have been looking inside where the safety is and not even seen the Simon was blocking out there for him because he runs. No, he, it looks like he sees him right, runs right in the back of him. All right, to the 46. BYU's pushing it out of its own territory with 11.05 to go in the third. 13-7. BYU leads UH. 46-yard line of the Cougars. And 
at the far hash, the attacking right hash. As Critchlow looks at it, power pistol, strong side, left side. Now to the right side as Braden Elback reshuffles to wing right. Center snap, Karoma to Joe. Turn handoff, Kofensis. Kofensis again to the second level, a nine-yard run for Austin Kofensis, showing some great burst here as he replaces an injured squally candidate. Ten carries, more than 60 yards now for Austin Kofensis. When they the, come the, the run game that BYU ignored last week yeah, has been relied right. on heavily here tonight to great effect. Well, Bakri comes across and uh, takes on that corner blitz and uh, gives that little opening there for Kofensis to get inside the corner. 10-20 to play in the third quarter. BYU 13, Hawaii 7. BYU going right to left as we see it and you hear it here in the third quarter. Joe Pritzlow looks at the wristband on his left wrist. Riley Birch checked in for his first snap at tailback. Play fake, pulls it away from Burt. Critchlow loads up, comes near side. Bushman is there and no, misjudges. I think he had to wait for it a little too long until he found out where it was going to go. And it ends up sailing out of bounds on the near sideline. That was a second and two. So you misfire on the shot at second and two. You best make it on third and two here. And Burt was in that snap. Yeah. He'll stay in on this no, play. Defenses is running in, so Burt will check out. Uh, that's the play that uh, he could have gotten the football to Riley Burt as he made the play fake, went to the right flat. There was nobody with him. BYU third and two. They're two for two on third and two or shorter. Kofensis the pistol back with Critchlow in the gun. Handoff. Austin. First down. Moore. Running at left and really unopposed until yeah. he got down to the inside the 40-yard line. Big gainer for Kofensis. A gain of 10 on that third down and two. And so BYU's third down number is good. Six for 12 today and three for three on the third and really shorts. Third and two or third and one. Yeah, it's one of those strange things that he had so much room to go, he didn't know which way to go. Usually you have an idea where you're going to cut. Riley Burt comes back in for him. BYU's five of six on the third and three or shorters today. Burt. Right hip of Critchlow. Nice drive BYU has going here. 9.30 to go in the third. Six-point lead for the Cougs looking for more. Critchlow, gun. Near hash, handoff, Burt. Burt runs through an ankle tackle. Gets inside the 35 to the 34. Gain of a couple for Riley Burt. Just 10 carries on the season. That's carry yeah. number 11. The six foot one, 205 pound sophomore in and out of the lineup this year, but sparingly used. But it's all hands on deck tonight with Squally Canada now gone. KJ Hall already gone. Vianney Moala, by the way, made the tackle of Riley Burt. Now, Riley Burt's got good speed. He's a trackster, and he's also got good size. So I think he's a, a good option to be able to use in this situation. BYU splits two wide to the right side, including Ricky Shumway. Speaking of all hands on deck, Pistol, Critchlow, and Burt on a second and eight at the UH 34-yard line. Claps the hands repeatedly. Pirouettes to his right, gives to Riley. Riley, a nice cut and a good strong run of five yards on second and eight. Third down and three for BYU. Just said moments ago, BYU's gotten to third and three or shorter six times and has made five of the six on third downs. They're two for three on third and three. They'll actually lengthen this to third down and four officially, and BYU's 0 for 1 on third down and four, but more of a long three than a true four. BYU third down at the UH 30-yard line. Have to get to just outside the 26 to move the chains. Kofensis to the right hip of Critchlow. Trips left, single wide right, and oh, we've got a BYU flag. Moved. Finally a jump. Been a clean game, really. First penalty. A false start by number 58 of the offense. It's a five-yard penalty, and it's still third down. 
Goes to third down and nine. And this is on pace, by the way, to be the least penalized BYU team in football history. Only 58 penalties coming into tonight. That's 59. And the record low is 68. I believe that's dating back to 72, at least, where states go back to 1972. So first penalty of the night. It's a costly one as BYU's into scoring territory, though, at the 35-yard line, third down and nine for BYU. They're correcting a clock issue with 7.48 to go in the third. BYU 13, Hawaii 7 here in this season ender. And now Cooper Castleberry says, let's figure this out. Blows the whistle and calls for a conference here. Third and nine now. Uh, Hawaii's lining up right now in their tight man-to-man cover. And BYU's had a hard time getting away from that. So you want to try and use, well, like I said earlier. Reset the game clock to 7.51. Start on my signal. That uh, Bushman's a good option, but they've really done a nice job of tying up uh, Matt Bushman. So that means you have to go to Kofensis. Shumway, Pau'u wide left, the wide side for Critchlow. Short side is Simon on third down and nine at the UH 35. And I think it's four down territory here. Critchlow fires batted down. This may be a punt and pin now since they got nothing on that play. Had they gotten a few yards, maybe you're looking at fourth down you go. But now on third down and nine at the 35, what shall they do? Well, I think the offense will stay on the field. Still four down territory. Critchlow comes to Detmer in its conference at the sideline. BYU is two for two on fourth downs, including a 13-yard conversion, I do believe, on the tournament play earlier. So fourth and nine at the UH 35-yard line. David Manoa made the deflection of that last pass. At the 35-yard line, you know, that's the distance that you want to make sure you turn the ball over. But I do think that this is an area with your short lead that you go ahead and punt. Fritz Lowe's shotgun. Kofensis to his left. Trips to his left. Single wide right. Bushman, a stop and go for Bushman as he goes middle. Complete Shumway. Oh, and he's tackled. Talon Shumway is caught. A yard shy of the marker on fourth and nine, he got eight. Fourth and nine, he got eight. I think he thought he had it. I don't know that he had somebody that quickly on him. Oh, the play is made and then stopped. Talon Shumway makes the reception and just shy of the marker by a yard. A solid tackle made by Trayvon Henderson, the UH safety. So BYU turns the ball over on downs at the 26-yard line. Possessions inside the 40. You generally want to end up with some kind of points. And twice tonight, BYU's gotten inside the 40 and come away with nothing. Not a thing. Timeout on the field. 7.31 to go in the third. BYU 13, Hawaii 7. Will these missed opportunities come back to haunt? Stay with us and find out on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. One of the few games in college football still underway, a top 25 matchup on the West Coast where number 21 Stanford has a 38-20 lead on Notre, number 8 Notre Dame. Notre Dame does have the ball and driving 8-15 left in the fourth quarter of that matchup. Now back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth with Greg Rebell and Mark Lyons. Thanks, thanks. Hey, Cougar fans, StubHub is your ticket out to once-in-a-lifetime experiences from BYU games to amazing concerts to shows you just don't want to miss. StubHub is your ticket out. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of the BYU Cougars. First and 10, Hawaii at the Rainbow Warriors 27-yard line. Drew Brown shotgun looking left, dumping it off underneath to Dominic Diasami St. Just. And St. Just made the catch, fumbled the ball, recovered it at the 35-yard line. Gain of eight on first down and 10. Sione Takitaki with the tackle of St. Just. That's a trick play, you know. Field was a fumble recovered by Hawaii. Second down. It's a hard play to defend because uh, you give up on the running back once you see that he doesn't have it, and then he becomes the receiver. St. Just, pistol, often moves to the hip of the quarterback, but they'll stay in pistol. 
The snap to Drew. Zone read pull away. Throw right flat. Complete to the tight end Dakota Torres. Torres is sandwiched and flipped up in the air by yeah. Diane Gawoloku and Fred Warner who combined yeah. to go high-low on Torres. Sent him cartwheeling, but a first down gain is the result. Well, he got hit in the back, and he wasn't happy with that. That, that uh, guy came through and threw an elbow at his face and hit him as a uh, the tackle was being made. 6.40 to go in the third quarter. BYU 13, Hawaii 7. Both BYU touchdowns scored by a player not in the game. Squally Canada's out injured rest of the night. Drew Brown, shotgun. Handoff St. Just. St. Just. Nice little run as a flag is thrown near sideline. As he went middle, did St. Just for about six on first and ten. Butch Pau, the tackle of St. Just, but the flag came from the line judge near side. He saw something as that thing went between the tackles. Yeah, that's a long way for him to see something that's inside. A personal foul tripping by number 45 of the offense. It's a 15-yard penalty, and it's still first down. So two minutes for tripping for Dakota Torres, 13-7. BYU leads it with 6.25 to go in the third. Only two penalties against UH, one against BYU. First down, 15. I beg your pardon. Back that thing up, personal foul. Yeah. It was a second down play. It goes to second oh. and 25. First and 25 back at the 28. It's a big play. First and 25 Rainbow Warriors at the 28. Their own 28. Diosomy St. Just joining Drew Brown on the backfield. Drew Brown pulls it away from the back. Forced to his right, looking downfield. Throws on the run and throws it out of bounds. A throw away by Drew Brown. It'll go to second down 25 at the UH 28. Some after the play yeah, jawing and shoving. It's getting a little chippy here, looks like. Pretty late hit, I thought, uh, for that ball to be away. And the offensive lineman then releases downfield and makes a block. BYU's almost exactly doubling up UH in yardage. 297 to 150 tonight. We at Ken Garf Nissan of Orem are improving things for our customers to see how. Come visit our showroom located on University Parkway. Ken Garf, we hear Cougs. Second down, 25. UH at their own 28-yard line. Drew Brown in the gun. Claps the hands, holds him out in front of his chest, receives the snap, backpedals to the 20-yard line. No pressure to speak of. Now he releases to the right to Diosomi St. Just. St. Just ran around Longy Tuifua, spins away from another would-be tackler at the 34-yard line and gets out to the 35. A shortish gain on second and 25. Third down and long coming up for UH. Chaz Ayu was the second player in on that tackle once he evaded Tuifua. Good. Seems like he's been not playing for a while, too. It's good to see he's out there. Pistol formation. Drew Brown trailed by Tuya Soa, who now moves to the right hip. Third down and 20 from the 33 of Hawaii. That tripping penalty was costly. A step up, a fire for first down yardage. Intercepted by Chris Wilcox at the midfield stripe. Chris Fieldco Wilcox diving into an underthrow and picking it off at midfield, and BYU has its second takeaway of the night. The ruling on the field is an interception by the defense. First down. That's what we ruled, too, <laughs> on the call. So, BYU football at the Cougars' 49-yard line. 5.07 to go in the third. Chris Wilcox with his first INT. I believe it was the BYU ruling of career. an interception is under further review. Oh, come on now. 
Mark, what did you see? Anything worth reviewing? No, it looked pretty I thought, clean to you. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit away, but it uh, it looked like he took it right in the belly. He dove. All right, we'll see. Go maybe, for maybe it. He had his elbows underneath, uh, came right into his belly. And this was pretty far away from us. Maybe uh, there's more to it than met the live play-by-play -play call eye. So it won't be too rash here on the judgment, but it looked clean the way he handled it. Haven't seen a replay yet, but they're taking a look upstairs. Chris Wilcox, for the time being, has the INT and BYU's second of the night. Got his hands underneath, but it does look like uh, he yeah. falls on top of it. So the second view, better than the first one we got. So it'll be so fourth I'll, down. I'll, I'll retract that. Come on now and say good job to the officials. And probably a fall on the ball. And fourth down and 20. I think it was third and 20, wasn't it? It was third down? and 20 uh, at the 33-yard line. So no INT for Wilcox. Looked good, but we're far away. And the live call was the incorrect call of the pick. They've taken a look at it, and I think you'll see him falling on the ball. So the eye in the sky, they say, never lies. And Chris Wilcox's first INT will be taken away and fourth down play, forthcoming for UH. Not so fast, my friend. Mm -hmm. Let's wait and see what they decide. <laughs> I, I, I'm going I'm to say I got this one wrong. And waiting for the call to be confirmed. Fans, every six minutes an underground utility line is damaged because somebody decided to dig without calling 811. Don't be a statistic. Know what's below. Call 811 before you dig. A free service of Blue Stakes of Utah. But a long time talking about it yeah. and looking at it upstairs and on the field. Hmm. You know, you can't tell whether it, it does look as though he uh, doesn't have his elbows together, so it looked like it would have been that he fell on it on the ground. But they are moving the ball back to the 33 right now. So it's going to be 4th and 33. 4th and 20 from the 33, right? Oh, yeah, 4th and 20, 20 from the 33. But uh, referee Cooper Castleberry still has not been liberated from the headset. The punt team is on for Hawaii, and the punt return team is on for BYU, and Castleberry's sitting there with the headphones on saying, we haven't made a decision yet. Well, I think he everyone passed a, it on to... Everyone appears to know what they need to know, and BYU's waiting for the punt, but no one's actually made the call yet, and the headphones remain on the referee. He's finally taken them off. I think he's saying, where are you eating tonight? I don't know. After further review, the pass was incomplete. It's fourth down. Yeah. Well, that took a long time from what appeared to be rather clear-cut on the first look. Wanted to give Chris the benefit of the doubt, but... It's not an INT, it's an incompletion. And Hawaii punts it away fourth and 20 from its own 33. Michael Shelton, one of two returners back. Tanner Jacobson is a short up returner for BYU. And Shelton is deep. Stan Gaudian to punt away for UH. Five oh seven to go in the third. Almost a straightaway, somewhat hesitation punt. End over render that Jacobson catches at the far side, one of two returners back, and he's flung down at the 35-yard line of BYU into the Cougar team area. So BYU first down and 10 after this. 4.57 to go in the third. BYU 13, Hawaii 7. Our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by the Courtyard by Marriott. Enjoy your getaway with a stay at the Provo Courtyard by Marriott.
minutes away from the BYU campus, the Missionary Training Center, and outdoor fun. You'll be happy you chose the Provo Courtyard by Marriott. We're staying at a Marriott, the Waikiki Beach Marriott yeah. Resort and Spa. Beautiful location. Beautiful location. Boy, it's a nice place. That was the team headquarters since Wednesday. I arrived later. Mark arrived earlier. But we all have to go home. <laughs> at some point, we will all leave <laughs> this beautiful place. BYU will leave right after the game. BYU 13, Hawaii 7. Our score, 4.57 to go in the third quarter. It's a 38-yard punt and a 7-yard return from Jacobson. BYU football, first and 10 of its own, 36. Joe Critchlow's gone all the way. He's got Austin Defenses as his right hip mate. Braden Elbakri also in the backfield, shuffling from left to right and back to left and blocks for Kofensis who goes middle and has the feet cut out after a gain of a couple to the 38-yard line. Second down and eight BYU, Eugene Ford. Yeah, see, he's a cornerback. He's a cornerback coming all the way down and making that playoff tackle. BYU goes hurry up, runs some tempo with Critchlow. Again, the give to Austin. Austin wrapped up and nothing. So on second and eight, no gain on the play. Clock rolling at 4.30 as Mephi Kaloa Matangi makes the tackle for Hawaii. Checking in David Manoa and checking out Zeno Choi as UH platoons in the D-line. All right, third down and eight, BYU. The Cougar 38-yard line. A couple of runs for Kofensis, one for two yards, one for zero yards. 4-10 to play in the third. BYU 13, Hawaii 7 are a score. BYU 6 of 13 on third downs. Third and eight, Critchlow gun. There's the Karoma snap, a three-step drop, a down and in, a completion to Bushman, midfield and more, 45-40. Great run after catch, still on his feet. 30, 25-yard line. Oh, what a play by Matt Bushman. Biggest play of the night for BYU. 13-7, Cougars leading it and looking for more with 3.47 to go in the third. Bushman makes a clean catch on the run. Great throw by Joe, and then Bushman shaking off tacklers and motoring downfield. Now that's that man cover, and this time he makes a square cut. He doesn't kind of weave in and out. He comes out square cut against that linebacker, and the ball's delivered right on that time, right on time. 37-yard reception, longest catch play of the day. Pistol, handoff, Critchlow, Kofensis, Kofensis middle, and he makes a big burst for a gain of eight on first and 10 from the 25. BYU inside the 20, got to get points, have to get points on this drive. BYU's been inside UH territory multiple times for no points tonight. 13-7 Cougars, 3.05 to go in the third. Stretch handoff left, Kofensis. Kofensis ah. on second and two. Very close to the first down. I can't say that. Sorry that I'm talking out loud here. But he's got to hit it in there, and now he can't stop. So he, he goes up to the line of scrimmage, and then like he's going to change his direction, but he stops. You can't stop. Third and a half yard, good time for Sneak, and they sneak it with Critchlow. Critchlow gets three yards on a third down and one, and so BYU's third down and very shorts have been perfect tonight. Okay. On third and one or third and two, BYU's now four for four converting. Mark, I and was six of, six of seven on third and three or shorter, Nate. That was groaning inside with Mark because there was a hole that Kofensis was trying to get to, and rather than cut to the hole, he tried to wait for the hole to develop. Nate Mickle in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Critchlow hands off Riley Burt, who's checked in, and Burt navigates in a little hesitation before he shot it yeah. up middle, and he goes for two on first and ten from the 13 to the 11. Two-yard gain for Riley Burt. 
Yeah, it's the same thing. He gets up in there. Now that's an outside linebacker making that tackle in the middle of the field. So you come up there and you see, if you see just a little bit of opening, you plant your foot and have enough strength to get by that first tackler. Second down, eight, BYU at the Hawaii 11. We get late in the third, two minutes even to go. BYU by six, 13 to seven, looking to make it a two-score game on this drive. Austin Kofensis, the former high school quarterback, is now the running back to QB Joe Critchlow. Critchlow in the gun, Austin left hip, trips to the right, Simon left. Joe claps the hands, receives a helmet high snap. Loads up with his right hand, throws down and in. Catch made, touchdown! The Cougars score with Neil Pau into the end zone. Boy, what a nice throw that time. Neil Pau goes out, sets him up to an outside shade, and then slants hard back to the middle of the field. And that's just when Joe Critchlow sees him, delivers a nice football, and then uh, he wasn't going to be denied. He flew to that end zone. BYU 19, Hawaii 7 with the PAT pending. And as I hinted, Rhett Almond is not the kicker. He missed a PAT, missed a field goal. Andrew Mickelson will try this PAT to make it 20 to 7. I suspect that Ed Lamb would pull Almond, and he did, and he has. Mickelson on for the PAT. Snap to Fowler. Kick by Mickelson is up, and it is through the uprights. BYU 20. And Hawaii 7, our score. We're going to stay right here with it. 99 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's an 11-yard touchdown pass after a 64-yard drive. Eight plays and 316 off the clock. Mark, that was some good football. That was. You know, the excellent throw to Bushman. Excellent route by Bushman early in the field. It's what I feel like you should be doing all year long against man-to-man cover is that square cut and have the quarterback. Now, everybody, I don't know if they're all going to say he he watched him all the way. Well, in man-to-man, you got to watch to see when he makes his cut, you deliver on that first step. And that's both of those throws. He zeroed in where he was going to throw it, and he threw it accurately to an open guy. Really nice throws. We'll call those UCCU Smart Decisions, brought to you by UCCU Utah Community Credit Union, featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. One minute, 39 seconds to go in the third quarter. BYU's third and short proficiency propelling BYU down the field. And that's 20-7. to The Cougar lead two scores late in quarter number three. Andrew Mickelson. He just made the PAT, is now on for the kickoff. You miss kicks with Ed Lamb, you're likely not going to see the field. And Ed Lamb made a kicking change as soon. Oh, boy. So that kickoff goes out of bounds. So Mickelson a free kick just out kicked of bounds, off out of bounds by the kicking team. By rule, the ball will be placed at the 35-yard line, first down. He had not kicked off out of bounds all year. The one kickoff out of bounds was proffered by Corey Edwards. That goes out, and UH to the 35-yard line. So a shorter field facing Nick Rolovich's team. BYU 20 and Hawaii 7. As BYU looks to win for a 22nd time in a 30th meeting with the Rainbow Warriors. Former conference colleagues now doing battle as a Mountain West team versus an FBS independent here to end the 2017 season. All right, Cougar football. Cougars leading it 20-7. Hawaii football with a power pistol. Drew Brown hands off middle St. Justin. He slipped or had feet slapped out. Either way, about a gain of one is all as he got stood up right at the line of scrimmage for a 1,500-yard rusher. Diosomy St. Justice had a heck of a time getting going tonight. That's 10 carries, 16 yards. So 1.6 yards per carry for a guy averaging 5.4 per tote this year. And again, BYU's yet to allow any points on defense. 
The only points scored were with the BYU offense on the field as Critchlow coughed up a fumble that was returned 42 yards for a score. St. Just to the right hip of Drew Brown on second and nine from the UH 36-yard line. Wing back left, two wide receivers left. The throw is right, down and in, and batted down at the line of scrimmage by Corbin Kofusi. <laughs> Give him a pass breakup as he swats it down. You can hear the slap of the football from up here. Third down and nine, UH now at the 36-yard line. As BYU begins to assert some control of this game, it feels like. Well, that's a, that was a bat down, that's for oh, sure. Man. That was a block shot. That's, yeah. a, yeah, that, that, that's, that, that, that's a two hands at the net volleyball block on that one. That was something. Two of eight is U of H on third downs. Third and nine from the Rainbow Warrior 36-yard line. BYU may get the ball back here, still inside the end of the third quarter. Ryan Tuiasoa to the left hip of Drew Brown in the gun on this third down and nine. Under a minute to go in the third. Brown looking right, looking middle, dumps off flat left to Tuiasoa. Jumps in the air between two BYU tacklers, but they sandwich him to stop his flight. And it's fourth and four on a gain of five on third and nine. Fred Warner, one of the tacklers. So UH's punt team is in as, again, BYU seizes momentum here and starts to assert itself, leading 20-7 to and getting the ball back with 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Michael Shelton and Tanner Jacobson are both back. Punt by Gaudian is coming up. Gaudian has punted it four times today. Jacobson and Shelton are back. Jacobson 15 yards in front of Shelton to his right. The kick will go left to Shelton, raging to the near sideline, bouncing and uh, catches it on the fly at the 20-yard line. And then there's a snow under at the 22. So oh, the ball pops loose, and Hawaii falls on it at the 18-yard line. It's Rainbow Warrior football. Michael Shelton at the end of that play is separated from the football. And was he down is the question. Mm. Right it's, now it's stripped as he's coming to the ground. They'll review it, but this may be Hawaii football at the yeah. 19 of BYU. Now he could have gone down. He has nowhere to go. There's, there, he's not going to break that tackle. There's three more guys coming. You just get down in that instead of fighting to keep your feet and make some extra yard. An extra yard doesn't do you any good when you're uh, 80 yards away. And they were yanking at the ball. There's a flag on the play, though, Greg. And that's where we've seen the fumbles this year. It's those extra yards when you're really not going to A personal get foul grabbing the face mask by the number 17 of the receiving team. That penalty is declined, and it's first down. It's Hawaii. It's Hawaii first down. And that's the end of the third quarter. That's the end of the third quarter. They have not said the play is under review, and maybe it was that clear cut. It looked like the ball was stripped before the backside hit the ground, but it's worth a second look, I think. They may do it during the break. After three, it's BYU 20, Hawaii 7. But right as I see, BYU's resting control of the game. They've maybe given the ball back to UH on a 19-yard field. Timeout on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.